listening to Anti-Didact, the podcast about how to, where we ask how come. My name is Ian, and I am but one of your hosts tonight. Who else is here with me? What's up? Hope everybody's doing good out there. It's me, Alex, Foncho Huddy, Young Shilgalian, Humor Simpson, Sloppy Roppy, Esquire. Are you naming yourself preemptively so that we don't make fun of you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who do I have next week? Anyways, uh, it's me, Hanko, your resident expert in inexpertise. And who's this to my right? I am the Fred. I am Steady Freddy. Except no substitutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am the only genuine article. Ooh, I'm not going to skim read you. Now, Steady Freddy, does that come from your, your balance and your martial arts? <clears throat> Uh, it comes from the time where I was found in kindergarten with five rocks in my mouth. Oh, small rocks? Yeah, like like Is they, that in they the called record? me they called me Freddy Five Rocks, but that was too long, so they shortened it to Steady Freddy. Um, I just Rock like, Steady Freddy. Yeah. How many rocks do you think you can fit in your mouth now? Yeah, buddy. Uh, like th- probably like three fistfuls. Ooh, How wow. many hamburgers can you eat at once? <laughs> How many? Wait, golf but, only one. I but have can to you even that. fit three fists in your mouth? I can fit one, I can tell you that. I haven't tried any more than that. Ooh, wow. Whose fist can you fit in your mouth? Not mine. <laughs> Do you know how they like measure um, how much a toilet can flush with golf balls? Do they? It's very funny. <laughs> Do you know I have a double-jointed jaw and can unhinge my mouth like a snake? Do it. Oh, oh Jesus, he's in, unhinging his jaw like a snake. But you can't do that. <laughs> he yeah. fit all six of our fists in his mouth. Oh, that's like I, that kind of explains the mouse that I can see moving around in your throat. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm not supposed to let him escape. Yeah, it's uh, we're very fortunate. Hank only has three hours left in his digestive cycle yeah, today. Hey, keep, so. keep, keep swallowing. Keep swallowing. He's coming back. <laughs> oh, I, just, I, every, I Sometimes I let him out just to, like, re-catch him again. Yeah, every time you uh, hear Hank make a joke and you don't like it that's because he's actually digesting yeah if you ever hear me like coughing up along it's because i have a small mouse in my throat that's like causing havoc mice kind of scare me now as a pet owner because i've heard that a friend of the show his pet got uh, devilishly sick possibly because of a mouse it's because mice they love eating poison it's their favorite food so then whenever something else eats them then they get all the poison it's called rat poison it's because they're like it's poison for rats and they love it but mice also eat it well mice are not rats yeah, and that's a real shame. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't. You can train a mouse to dance, but you can't train it to drink water. You, you can't can train it a, to be a rat. You can bring a rat to poison, but you can't, you make, can't it drink. make it kill your cat. Hank and I were watching uh, the Fail Blog channel on Pluto TV earlier before you Fail guys Blog. Up. Yeah, Fail Nation. <laughs> and there was one of them where this guy's roommate kept putting mouse traps on the light switches. Oh no! <laughs> Which is. I, Pretty funny, Aww. although very devilish, like almost too devilish. No, I mean, imagine every time you turn on a light switch, you had to break one of your fingers. Like, I, that's a pretty big, steep price to pay. For a light. Yeah. Actually, I, I think I would still turn on one light in the house. <laughs> <laughs> just never turn it off. I have my dedicated broken finger that I use to flick the lights. <laughs> oh, yeah. Couldn't you just keep breaking the same finger? No, see, I would just take finger. a little piece of cheese and I'd put it on the trap and I'd train a mouse to, like, run up the wall and, like, trigger the trap. <laughs> What's the least important finger? Your pinky. It's not even close. Yeah, well, you need it for balance. Your ring finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your ring finger. I yeah. would say your ring if, finger. If you're a guitar player, that is not true. That's that's yeah. I, yeah, but if I you want to use actually. a cool knife that comes out of your wrist, then I think it is true. Alex, maybe you can help me. My uh, my barber who has uh, <laughs> scissor 
scissors for hands in his right hand. <laughs> oh, so he's got the he's got the Spock hands. Yeah, he's got some um, like arthritis in his fingers, and he was telling me that he's learning how to play guitar chords with three fingers. Ooh. Um, I he said mean, including the thumb. Like, he's bringing the thumb, like, around oh, to play chords so, now. So, this is uh, <laughs> a... Contra- the thumb is controversial in guitar, but I'm pro-thumb. I think you can use your thumb to good effect. Yeah. And, um... Do you know which fingers? Uh, his ring finger is really bad, and his middle finger is really bad. Ooh, that's really tough. So, he uses pinky pointer thumb? I'm pro- Oh, yeah, my God. I, I can really... <laughs> well, he can use those other fingers, but they're locked into shape. Oh, So, like, true. he can only put them, like, together. So, honestly, like, you, you, can, you can play most chords like that. Yeah. You, you really can. So, I, I believe it. And um, link their SoundCloud. I am not linking my barber's SoundCloud. That's fake. <laughs> my, my uh, what do you call a 60s person? Sectogenarian? Yeah, sexy gen- 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 <laughs> sexy genitarian. My sexy genarian. <laughs> yeah, my sexy veterinarian. My, Sep- my generic- septogenarian and octogenarian are just perfect words. Sex? No, it would be sexagenarian. Yeah, it kind of scares me though going to a barber with like like bad arthritis because like you know he is holding my ears in his hands with like Ooh. those scissors. Sorry, it's a it's a bad pinky day. It's a no bones day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate when my barber sneezes and I'm all of a sudden deaf. Looks in, like you're not getting the underbob today. In the '80s, like your bartender would de- bartender. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking barber would be way more twitchy. <laughs> the I, I, I think it's really funny that like back in like the really olden days, like your barber was also your doctor. What about you just been watching the misadventures of Flapjack? <laughs> no, great, great that's show. a real fact that I read show. on Wikipedia. <laughs> what about those like men's barber shops where they're like, we sport clips, like we put on sports, and you can drink whiskey and shit and get your hair cut. It's like you're oh, just gonna get, get hair in your whiskey. When my hair is getting cut? And, and we sing a cappella. It's like who is that like unsure in their masculinity? They're like, well, uh, I guess a real man would drink whiskey and watch sports while he gets his hair cut. Well, I guess a real man would <laughs> have sex with another man to prove he's not a, a gay man. <laughs> to prove he's stable in his uh, heterosexuality. I want to shout out to my barber right now, <laughs> who is also my doctor. <laughs> I want to shout out to my barber, who is also my bartender. <laughs> my bartender, like my, we mentioned before, dude. He's He's the flow tender. Uh, shout out to my barber, who's also my lawyer. <laughs> no, but like those people act like it's uh, barbers who like also practice medicine when it's really just doctors knew how to cut your hair. Like it's not that much of a <laughs> that's, stretch. That's a good point. Yeah, like what like what uh, achievement of our life should be the name for our profession? Is it the one that takes like forty years to master, or the one that, that takes gets you like laid? <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of like a career specialist. <laughs> I kind of I collected all the careers. You want to see my badges? <laughs> well, speaking of badges, yes, Ash Ketchum was not allowed to use weapons when he went through his Pokemon training. Dude, but... it would be so easy to le- to defeat the Elite Four if you had a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I don't want any trouble. I don't want to really fight you. Well, if Ash Ketchum could use a weapon, he might pick up a melee weapon like a knife. Ooh. Hank, would you like to introduce the guide for this week? Today's weekly special is (laughs) knife-themed. How to become good at knife fighting. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Knife fighting isn't about fighting. It's about (laughs) surviving (laughs) and defending yourself against an attack. If you want to learn to defend yourself with a knife, you need intelligence, 
balance and precision dexterity wisdom charisma yeah i'm going for my dex build yeah i i expect him to strengthen and he's got fucked up in my knife fight <laughs> you can learn to carry knives safely and legally as well as how to defend yourself properly against potential attacks you have to treat every knife like it's loaded oh yeah yeah every, even if my knife is folded it's like it's unfolded well like spring loaded like ballista knife Treat every knife like it's spring loaded. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at the the uh, graphic for step one, and it says knife up. It's a website that says knife up. Knife up, bro. Part one: carrying a knife. Step one: learn the laws regarding carrying knives. Laws. We've already discussed this in the past on this podcast. Yes, we all know the rules about carrying knives in your local state or municipality. It has to be smaller than your penis. If you can get <laughs> away with it, you're not thing. breaking the law. <laughs> yeah, so you got to learn the knife laws in your local area. In most places, it's legal to carry most kinds of knives, both in the open and concealed. But if you want to start carrying a knife for self-defense, it's important that you make sure to know the law of the land to protect yourself legally and physically. Knowing the law is not going to protect you from a cop. But a knife will protect you. <laughs> yeah, this is true. A knife will protect you this from getting is, arrested. This guide is telling you how to win a knife fight, not how to like not get arrested. Actually, <laughs> if you win the knife fight against the cop, you can't be arrested. <laughs> yeah, if you get good enough, the laws are, are irrelevant. Just like take out the gauntlet, slap them in the face, and get the knife fight over with. Do you have any weapons in the vehicle? Why, yes. I'm about to duel you with one. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a knife at him. Now that you ask. This is my Smith and Wesson Swing at him out the window, he just blows you to smithereens. <laughs> unloads nine bullets into the fucking door of your car. <laughs> and this is why cops stopped carrying knives. In the United States, you can read about the laws from state to state by clicking here. Should we look at the knife laws for Massachusetts? I don't think so. I, I can't think have, we already know them. I think they're stupid in this state. It's like you can't have a blade bigger than your hand. And then if you have a big hand, I guess you're allowed to have a bigger blade. Yeah, I mean, like, our, our sacrificial... Uh, ceremonial knife that which we we've never used for a real human sacrifice like, <laughs> or any ceremonies only it was only sacrifice. a sacrifice in self defense <laughs> we only used it for human sacrifice in municipalities that allow it that goat did come at us <laughs> and a, a little bit of self sacrifice going on why would a cop ever see your knife because you're happy to see I him. forgot to wear a belt uh, yeah one of those jokes we'll keep <laughs> one of those like if you had a bunch of cool knives like why would you be just carrying them around I like to sew them into my clothes in most places, Bowie knives, foldable knives, and other hunting-style knives are almost universally legal to own and carry. Hey, who tied my knife in a bow? Switchblades, jerks, oh, stilettos, bale songs, cane knives, and other misleading styles of knife. Cane oh, okay. swords. The fucking cane swords <laughs> count as a knife? Cane swords are awesome. <laughs> they can't take a cane sword away from me. But It's, it's a medical license thing, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, it comes from the earth. Um, so they're traded, treated differently. In some areas, it's legal to own these types of knives, but not legal to carry them. <laughs> So what? you just have to use it domestically. <laughs> is that like how an 18-year-old can have a pack of cigarettes, but like they can't buy them unless they're 21 in this state? Yeah, like you can have it in the car with you, but if it's attached to your waist, you're... You can you're only fucked. have cigarettes if they're unloaded. <laughs> Part one, step two. Choose an appropriate knife for self-defense. 
Generally, knife fighting and knife defense is performed with fixed blade knives, typically with blades five to seven inches long. But it's well, that's that's on average though. <laughs> yeah, that's just the average. That's just the average. It could be like you like know, some people have like a two inch knife. That's what you have to. Remember. Well, it could also be way bigger, and that's also be, normal, and that's yeah, fine. Way and bigger. It's okay if you have a big one, a big knife. And sharp it hurts people. <laughs> you don't have to be ashamed of it. It's important to size your defense knife to your hand and your fighting style. <laughs> it's your feet to your shoe size. <laughs> See, I use a really broad-handed, broad-bladed fighting style. <laughs> and it's because I can use the, the uh, you know, the Japanese-style cleaver I have? Oh, yeah. I can use that to deflect the tip of other blades. Ooh. Well, my fighting style is very quick, but it doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. <laughs> I like. I have the fork and knife fighting style. <laughs> fork and knife. The, See, por- the, the fork, fork is really, like three different little knives on, yeah. on it's like a, like a trident. it's like a shield it's like yeah. it's like a deflector you can catch the knife and twist oh you can also break the knife that's like a knife oh. breaker kind of thing imagine know? imagine bringing a spork to a fork fight <laughs> fuck dude <laughs> you, you'd be you'd destroy the competition because you could shovel at the same time as pierce have you ever seen yeah, a spife? it's so good a spike it's a spoon with a serrated edge like Ooh, one of the edges yep. has a serration on it Mm, delicious. Spife. I love when my own blood adds flavor to the What meal. kind of food would you be eating where you you can eat it with a spoon and also you need to Ooh, cut it with a knife? I can think that's of one point, and it is beef stew. Oh. That's the only one I can think of. <laughs> maybe no, you're like, camping uh, with beef stew and you have nothing. Maybe like meatloaf and like... Oh, you're having meatloaf with mashed potatoes. Meatloaf and coot. Yes, yes. Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Meatloaf can be cut with a fork. And you can eat mashed potatoes with a fork. A fork on its side can cut the meatloaf. Or you just have a fork and a knife like a normal human being. (laughs) You could just eat meatloaf with a fork. Okay. What about Um, like meatloaf and. You eat mashed potatoes uh, with a spoon? I I can just imagine it being useful. What about meatloaf and couscous? No, oh, wait. No, if, meatloaf is soft. Get rid of meatloaf. That's why you you can use like the spoon for it because uh, it's not as good as a regular knife, but it's like you good don't need to a knife meatloaf. at all to cut meatloaf. <laughs> you don't. You could eat Damn meatloaf it, with right. your bare hands. No, you're right. No, you're but right. if you had you a baked potato, you need a knife. What about soup and salad and steak? What if you had? Okay, good, good. The, really, beef stew is the only yeah, thing beef I can stew think. Is the only... Okay, if you're running like a beef stew restaurant, maybe you want to invest in some uh, spifes. Maybe that'll be good for you. Spife is not a racial slur. <laughs> I checked. Spife dog is my favorite rapper. <laughs> grip a ruler to measure your grip from the second knuckle of your pointer finger to the second knuckle of your pinky finger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a six-inch grip. Shouldn't you really measure from the base though? Like, yeah. if you want to get like a real measurement, you know. Well, because you, you especially hold, hold a hold a Red Bull can next to your knife to get a good measurement. <laughs> You need that hook at the bottom so you can pull out. Crocodile Dundee's words of wisdom do ring somewhat true in knife defense. A bigger, more intimidating knife can do more to keep you safe than the Swiss Army variety. Mm. Still, you can learn to defend yourself regardless of what blade you carry. You are not defending yourself with the fucking corkscrew on the Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> Size is I mean, like, You can. Oh, Actually, wait, no. Like, you can use it like a spiked knuckle. Like, honestly, if you held the corkscrew in between your finger and you... You that would be look. that would be so brutal. <laughs> that, I mean, you you'd have to like slash because if you punch, it could just fold back on you and like slice oh, the inside no, of your finger off. No, that's like, why you use a corkscrew knife because it can't it can't fold if you got your finger in between. Oh, it. true. Just pull out the corkscrew. Yeah, you'll you'll be fine. Never attack your sommelier at a restaurant. <laughs> Wait, what you would do is pull out all of the doohickeys from your Swiss Army knife and throw it like a nunchuck. Yeah, my favorite Ooh, one is the uh, the, yep, the smashed yep. beer bottle on my Swiss Army knife. <laughs> 
You have a smashed beer bottle on your Swiss Army knife? Yeah, I just gotta fold it out. It makes it louder and more obvious. It's very effective. Hold on. You meant shuriken. Uh, I meant throwing yeah, it sure like, you a, can. like a baseball, like a knuckleball, sure like a curveball, like a sure. slider, like a two-seam fastball. Well, you said nunchuck. Like an though. ephus. You can't throw nunchucks. That's actually why the Japanese are so good at baseball. It's because they're... Uh, they're they, so used to they're throwing, throwing nunchucks. <laughs> I can't believe we let you get away with saying throwing nunchucks. You could throw a nunchuck. <laughs> I, you, I mean... That's how I broke my TV. I was playing Wii Baseball and it happened. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. You don't need the nunchuck to play Wii Baseball. Uh, 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 I, I was actually in my house that night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, good old Crocodile Dundee. Thanks for the advice. Yeah. Do Fred, you want to take us to step three? I like how we reversed the order this episode. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Oh, this this day in general. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Part one, step three. Get your knife clean and well-maintenanced. Yeah, you wouldn't want to stab anybody with a dirty knife. It's impolite. Or a dull knife. You want to clean around the hilt, for sure. <laughs> you want the runway strip. A dull knife is more is a more dangerous knife. Wait, really? Dull is more dangerous yes. than sharp? Yep. What? But oh, to yourself? No, it no it's, it's really only for cooking. What, being sharp? Yeah, it's because like, if you huh. have a sharp knife, like it's going to go exactly where you put it. Whereas oh, if you have a dull knife, yeah. it's going to slip around and it could cut your arm off or something. And every time a knife slips around, it always finds its way right into your heart. <laughs> I always turn the plate upon myself after I fail at cut and cooking. <laughs> That's why knives are so deadly. It's more important to keep all your knives, tactical, hunting, or kitchen, sharp, clean, and well-maintenanced. Learn to hone and sharpen your knives yourself to keep them in good working order. I like to use my teeth to sharpen my knife. You can use the bottom of a coffee cup. That's a fun fact that I know. The Are we having fun of a yet? Coffee cup? Yeah, it's a ceramic, so ceramic is harder than oh, the steel. Oh, I see, I see. How so, the fuck does that work? How the fuck is a coffee cup harder than steel? A coffee cup has been fired in a kiln, I guess, so that gives it some sort of mythical. Hardness power. <laughs> That's so cool. What about like a bottle cap? I feel like a bottle cap could be used oh. to sharpen knives. No, you could probably sharpen a bottle cap into a knife. Oh, <laughs> a, oh, a little cap tiny knife? shuriken. There's probably an episode of a uh, Man versus Wild where he like naps a bottle cap into a fish hook or something. Honestly, I love yeah, how much was... litter there is nowadays. So if you ever get trapped on like a remote island, it's just a bunch of trash you can use for tools. There's I'm... probably a bed just floating there in the ocean. Imagine you. if you're in a survival situation and you like kill a beautiful caribou with like a snapple fact that'd be embarrassing <laughs> snapple fact think quickly <laughs> think quick caribou have an average lifespan of 20 to 30 years <laughs> a male caribou can spawn up to 10,000 offspring <laughs> and lastly uh folding knives need to be oiled regularly to keep the action as smooth as possible so you know when you're showing off when you pull out your butterfly knife in the uh in the eye, in the I hate when I pull out my butterfly staples. knife and it flies away. <laughs> it's still in its cocoon. Phase. Oh my god! Huh. Get trained in self-defense. If you introduce a knife into an altercation and you don't know how to defend yourself, <laughs> you're probably gonna end up getting stabbed. <laughs> You'll just get the knife kicked out of your hands. Like, hello, I'd like to introduce you to my knife. You know, we've been dating for a while. <laughs> my knife. The real skill is how to turn a test of knives into a test of words. The knife is mightier than the the sword. If you don't know how to defend yourself, you, you shouldn't carry a knife for defense purposes. Take a general self-personal defense class to learn to control your environment and stay calm in physical altercations without pulling out a knife. 
Knife and stick fighting courses are widely available in metro areas. Check out what's available and get a detailed one-on-one training to learn how to stab someone with a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my gang, I make sure that they all use sticks. Oh, yeah. No, honestly, if you put a knife on the end of the stick, then it's like you can stab people from so much farther away. Oh, yeah. And it's not a spear, technically. It's an elongated handle. (laughs) Generally, you should look on a knife as an everyday tool that can be used for self-defense. Namely, you know, killing people. Uh, If you provoke someone in an altercation, use (laughs) use the knife. Is a flathead screwdriver a self-defense tool as well? Ooh, Ooh, yeah, that's like, that's like a piercing knife. It's like a it's like a yeah. one sided knife. Yeah, it's or like an awl, which is literally yes. just a point <laughs> at the end of a handle. Yeah, an awl could be a knife. Definitely. All right. Yeah. If you were in a melee situation and you could use any weapon at all, what would you pick? What would Ooh. be your choice? Oh, yeah, a pitchfork. That'd be so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty. Like, I would not want to go against a pitchfork. Yeah, that would be a hard fight. Actually, I think if you close the distance, you might be able to get around the pitchfork. Like, they wouldn't have enough time to, like, load Maybe it Maybe, like, into a you. scythe. Maybe a scythe would be a little bit better. No, sc- scythes are low to the ground. They can just cut your Achilles, but like, you probably Ooh. just jump over a scythe because they're they're useless up high. So here's here's my uh, solution that I am stealing from the zombie guide to survival. Um, the Shaolin Spade. I can't believe you are actually bringing up the fucking Shaolin spade. Oh my! It's God. a shovel, a sharp shovel blade on one side, and a curved crescent blade on the other, and it's a long staff. I mean, to be fair, it's cool as fuck. Imagine you can dig holes, you can chop woods, you can clear fields. It's an all-in-one tool. And the crescent shape, you can be used to like, kind of like, like corral like people by the neck, and then cut their heads off at the same time. Just like poke him. I, personally, poke I think I would go with the ice pick. Ooh, I, you have to have a good handle for it though to make sure you can like pull it out afterwards. You don't want to get stuck. Yeah, it's, it could get a little slippery. That's how Trotsky went out with an ice pick. Yeah. Oh, was he like? Was he like self-inflicted? No, no, he got murdered by by Stalin. Honestly, I'd, I'd probably Not take personally. I'd probably take that over getting Gaddafi. True. Oh, my, my dad just did just go on like a rant the other day on. On how how often ice picks are used in like really old movies that have like murders in them, like murder is it was always a common thing. Just it's just the, just the most dangerous thing you had in your house back then. <laughs> yeah, true. Besides, the unless you were, had a firearm. I like in yeah. old movies when they're like, you, you know, a, a, two characters have an altercation and one is looking to kill the other, and eventually he's like, he's his back turned. He's like, hey, could you come help me with something? He's like, sure. And he like looks behind him and he sees like something <laughs> hanging on the wall and he grabs it. Let me. And help he, like, you out with that. And then he walks behind the guy because it's an old movie. They have no special effects. He walks up behind the guy and he stabs him with the prop, just handle of whatever it is. And the guy goes, ooh, 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 ooh. And then just falls over dead, like, instantly. You know, from a stab wound. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's what it's I always have in real life. I love, I love when people kill each other in old movies. It's it's like it's movie movie unconsciousness getting punched and then knocked out. And then there's like movie murder where you get stabbed oh, once yeah. and instantly die. Like if you can knock unconscious <laughs> for like 15 minutes, you're like you're your basically, brain's fucked up forever. Right? You're basically dead. You're no yeah. oxygen. How are you alive? How's I mean, you're, I mean you could unconscious be unconscious. People are still breathing. being brain dead for that long. It's like you could be unconscious and oxygen still going to your brain. You're still you breathing. still breathe when you're unconscious, dude. Yeah. When you're asleep, you're unconscious. What the fuck? <laughs> Hank, you have so much brain damage. <laughs> you have so much to learn, young one. 
You should only draw your knife if your opponent also brandishes a knife. Furthermore, draw your knife only if you intend to use it. To use a weapon for intimidation, you're probably going to put your opponent into a fight or flight response, and you know, the, the momentum is probably going to quickly change in, into their favor. So draw and take action. Or choose another course. Intimidation attempts give the opponent the opportunity to react and control the altercation. So, you know, if you pull your knife, you start going like, Just growl at him. <laughs> Have you guys ever been in a public altercation with someone you didn't know? Like, no. not, not like arguing with someone that you did know, but like, like a rando. Uh, I you? accused. Oh, oh, well, not in real life. Um, actually. Not unless it was part of my employment. Some, some dude called me like a cold call, just like straight up. I had no idea what the number was. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? I was like, I, 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 I don't know. What you free tonight? <laughs> like you, you messing with my girl, man? And so like he, like it was probably like a twenty minute conversation with this completely random person that I'd never met before about fucking with his girlfriend. And I, I tried so hard to convince him that I had nothing to do with it. And eventually, I was just like, just, just show up, dude. Like I'm here. Like we can talk this out. And he was like. Oh. You, you know what, did, man? You did not. I you did. did not. I did. And he you was like, not. you know what, man? Like, you're like, I, I can see you're trying to, like, be co- confident or not confidential. Con- considerate about this. And, like, I can tell you're being sincere. I'll, I I guess I got the wrong guy. I'm sorry. He and said that? You, you never just not, hang not up exactly, immediately? Yeah. Did you guys no, kiss? He was, he was mad, man. He was pissed. I was laughing at him for most of the time. <laughs> you're like, but, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which actually kind of probably was what made him mad that I was laughing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he just like, he for, he forgave me for... The thing you never did. Thinking he thought I was... Yeah. His yeah. girlfriend probably was still cheating <laughs> oh, on him. Oh, most which definitely. Which is really funny. It would be funny if he then literally <laughs> went and fucked his girlfriend. That's kind of why I was like, you know what, like, let's talk about this. Like, let's, what is going on, man? <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I've never been in like a real real life confrontation yeah because i just wonder if the gun guys are like handing this guide out they're like know your enemy like you know <laughs> knife guy thinks that he's gonna fucking control the situation like knife guy has got nothing on gun guy gun guy pulls up the gun is like no 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 oh no no i'm gonna put the knife away <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, it's you know my they say, they say 21 feet is all you need yeah, if you're a fucking sprinter. <laughs> I mean, who's going to pull a knife out from, if like, you're, 22 feet if away? You're, if you're a sprinter feet? and the guy has to fucking load a musket ball into his fucking gun, <laughs> like, that's that's when a knife beats a gun. 21 feet? Is that well, real? Well, no, because, ta- like, if you're if you're a gun guy, you probably, like, let's, how long does it take to pull your gun out? One to, second. But but then you got to do the little ka-chook, ka-chook, and then Tur- you got to take the, the safety gun off, off. Chamber the round, take the safety off. That's no, no, probably, if, like, if, less no, than If you are concealed carrying seconds. a gun, it's already loaded. You have, you, you, conce- you just concealed carry safety, one in the chamber. It just has yes. the safety on. Yes, that's why, pe- that's why on, people right? do that. They just have the safety on. The, what if it's you already like chambered. fart too hard, or you like sit on that's a bench too long, and you fire your gun by accident? You have he, the safety on. You have to really try to take the safety off. <laughs> well, if there's off one in the, the chamber, if you like, if you bump the hammer, it could go explode. Why know? would you carry a gun I'm, that's unloaded? For, for, <laughs> for recreation. <laughs> 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 For shooting ducks at the park. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like... The, Fred's so mad right now. <laughs> it was like the number... Yeah, f- excuse you. <laughs> ducks are discriminated against. <laughs> Why you gotta shoot the, the ducks, man? and Eaton's and seasoned and deep fried. Okay, Stop it. Okay, Hugh Neutron. Stop it. 
Uh, but yeah, so like if if you're carrying a gun, like the, I think the most common reason that you were given permission to carry the gun is because you gave the government the reason of self protection, right? So like. What? You're gonna keep it. Oh no! You can just walk up to the store and be chamber, like, "Hello, right? I would like to pay a hundred dollars for the gun license course." And they're like, "Here you go, there it is." But you still have to take the course. I mean, and pass. It's like kind of yeah. easy. Yeah, but could you pass it if you were schizophrenic? Mm, <laughs> is it paranoid schizophrenia? Are you schizophrenic? Maybe. <laughs> maybe that gun course was all in my mind. That's not how that works. Um, <laughs> it was just a dream. <laughs> I used to read it in Bullet Magazine. <laughs> it was just a treat. <laughs> Part one, step five. Practice with markers. I know what we're doing after this. With Hold on, with markers? Yes. Have, like you, markers, have you heard of this? Like Crayola. Have you guys heard of this? Have you guys no. heard of this? This is the thing where people are getting high off markers. Wait, like like practice like drawing no, no, a knife? No, no, if, you, like, if so, you get marker on somebody, you stab them. Yeah, oh, so, so you get a bunch of people and you wear white t-shirts. I and you see. just give everyone an uncapped Sharpie. <laughs> and you tell them to try to stab each other. Yeah, you, so you grab a knife, you put on a wet t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Keep talking. When you're first getting started learning about knife fighting, try a little experiment. Have someone, have someone much weaker than you <laughs> stab you with a very small knife and build up a knife resistance. A smaller sparring partner, little brother, or even your daughter, and give them a permanent marker with the cap off. Take off your shirt and tell them to try to mark you as many times as possible while you try to stop them. Then count up the marker lines at the end. Now imagine that marker was a knife. I bet you didn't see that. That's where it was going. I didn't see that one coming. I should have my girlfriend take swings at me with a sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here comes the conversation about: Do we deflect knives with knives, or do we? No, like, you're usually direct sh- their arms to miss us. With no, the you're knife usually trying to get out of the way. That's by far the most effective. Thing. Yeah, so I'm just big, dodging it. I'm a big yeah. fan of the 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 sacrificial stab where they stab you and you just you shove your hand in the knife, so like oh. the knife is stuck in your yeah, hand. Yeah, and you grab and their actually, hand and then you, you kick do like them. you do like the chicken where like hey they go for the fist bump and you just like grab their hand with the knife going through just your like hands. this big trouble in little china you just catch it by a blade and throw <laughs> in the back of the head or they stab you and you push the knife clean through and you grab it oh you grab it from back. behind and then now you have Ooh. two knives or and they have none if it doesn't, like... or if it doesn't go all the way through you turn around and you backstab them by sticking your back with a knife oh, coming out you yeah, get the pain <laughs> poking out the back you you fall you trust fall you yell trust fall and you fall back <laughs> and they and have to do it legally now and if yeah. there's two enemies you stab the first one all the way through and then stab the other one oh, with the guy knife. Like or a shish you can kebab. get the ultimate surprise attack where you stab yourself and then because the other guy is sitting behind you, you won't see the knife come out your back and then you can stab him with it as well. I will feel so weird about that. So definitely. Um, yeah, so like the movies are all wrong, I guess, where like they're they're having a knife fight and it's like 30 seconds of them deflecting knives with other knives. That's so. that's so that the <laughs> sound effects artists earn their pay and they need to True. find 50 different knife scraping sounds. <laughs> and they end up just hitting two frying pans together to make the sound because they can't find any other way <laughs> they, to do they, it. They scrape the frying pans together. They spent all day at Home Goods trying to find the right kitchen sound. <laughs> the Foley artist is throwing buckets of spoons at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they're throwing spifes at the wall. Even if you're experienced in self-defense or even mixed martial arts or karate, you're going to quickly come 
come up against a hard truth. It's pretty easy for somebody to get a blade on you in course, close quarters. And a knife makes for a deadly attacker if you don't know what you're doing. This is an excellent way of practicing your knife fighting skills in perfect safety. Never attempt to practice knife fighting with a sharpened blade. Use markers or practice knives. Like yeah, more like, knife. more like use boring Ooh. knives. If it doesn't hurt, what's the When in point? doubt, uh, if you don't have a knife, you can do <laughs> cockfighting. But that's illegal. <laughs> uh, part two, step one. Evaluate your attacker. If you're going to carry a knife, you have to be sure you don't introduce it to the fight. Knives should only be drawn if you fear for your life in a physical altercation or because your opponent has also drawn a knife or, or another weapon. Pussy. Or another <laughs> weapon. Do you hear that, fellas? Or if they draw their pussy. Yeah, like if they ever like tap their shoes and the shoe knives come out of it. Oh. oh. Shoe knife comes out of it. Yeah, boot knives are like the cream of the crop right there for surprise attacks. Always use your knife first to attempt to avoid the altercation and then defend yourself if necessary. Never draw knives on unarmed attackers. <laughs> Never bring a knife to a fist fight. I'm actually of the persuasion where, like, if someone is willing to fight you, like, you could probably pull out your knife. Me as well. Like, if they're wi- yeah, if I they're mean... willing to, unless you're like really a bad guy, if, like, if you're just a normal person and someone's trying to kick your ass or kill you <laughs> with their bare hands, which people can do, is they can kill you with their hands. <laughs> True. Yeah, one trip onto a curb and you're fucked up. You know, this is not legal advice, but you, know, <laughs> you do whatever you want, really. What's gonna happen? Who who cares if you if you, one of you is dead? You know, one of you is dead. So, oh, that that's like the psychological warfare. It's like, all right, we got into a fight, we punch each other. I pull out my knife. Now what, bitch? Now what? They run away. Out, they pull out their gun. Run away. Yeah. Then, then you pull just, out the bazooka. <laughs> they pull out the Doctor Manhattan ray. Ooh. And oh. then you pull out the heart attack gun. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the Havana syndrome gun. <laughs> So we got part two, step two. Learn to draw your knife safely. I'm not a very good artist. <laughs> Doesn't like Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver like quickly like learn how to draw his boot knife like really fast? Yeah, in that's the, the famous you talking to me scene. Yeah. Nobody was talking to him in that scene, which is crazy. <laughs> and he doesn't go, Are you talking to me? He doesn't say he that to goes, any of the people. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Like, like Are I you talking to me? <laughs> I'm talking to me. We're getting jokes with knife fight. I'm in the mirror. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> so learn to dangerously draw your knife. When drawing a fixed blade, make sure that blade points away from your body at all times. Maintain a firm grip on the handle. Always maintain a firm grip. <laughs> That's yeah, I've got, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a soft grip on my broken blade. I'm breaking all the rules here. Extend the knife firmly out, up, and away from you to assume a defensive posture. You want to hold the knife up, down, left, right, B, A, <laughs> and start. Yeah, if you're running with a knife, always make sure you have you're holding it by the blade. What are the the eight forms of quirk, quirks sort of? Like up, uh, up, down, top, bottom, strange charm. There you go. Make yeah. sure to charm. Use your <laughs> knife in the charm form. Yeah, I charmed my strange bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I up, she up on my down until I charm on her bottom. <laughs> Usually, most people carry the knife on the opposite side of the body as the dominant hand for this purpose. So they reach across their body I, to get the uh, knife. 
like, it's how you would draw a sword. That, yeah, yeah for a times. sword, it makes sense. But I don't know about a knife because you could just like grab it really quickly and it's short. I mean, so for a like, sword, you just you just pull your hand like this. I, like, but no, I mean, imagine, no, you definitely imagine getting a knife. You'd have to hold your hand like a fucking backwards little monkey paw. It wouldn't work. You wouldn't. You would, like you want to go, <laughs> go like you would have to go like ying. Unless well, like wing. if you got like the backwards grip. Yeah, if you had you the know, backwards grip, it'd like be that easy could work for, perfectly. Like, the ninja swords kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning so much about knife warfare. <laughs> uh, so yeah, opposite body. Foldable knives can also be carried in or on your pocket. On your pocket. It yeah, says see, I'm in like, on your pocket. Like like with a carrying case in your pocket, so it's kind of on your pocket. <laughs> and like, I see, what I'm a big fan of, like, <laughs> yes. I, like, if you're, like, a wrestler, you carry, like, the, the concealed folding chair, like, for self-defense. <laughs> I was about to remute. Wrestlers don't carry knives. <laughs> Dude, that would be so based if you were at, like, a club or something in the, in the, uh, the bartender. <laughs> he, like, Bugs Bunny style pulls out, like, a chair from his pants. <laughs> well, I was just thinking it's, like, strapped to his back. Like, he draws it, like, over his head. <laughs> it's like a drummer taking his drums. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of the bouncer. That was the word I was thinking of. The bouncer, right? Ah. He bounces. <clears throat> the, the bouncer should also be a bartender. The bounce tender. <laughs> I love bounce tendies. <laughs> and a doctor and a barber. Give me tenders. <laughs> or give me duh. <laughs> yeah, only th- tendies and taxes, dude. It's the only things for sure in this life. Try getting a foldable knife with a quick flip thumb stud to open it as quickly as possible after drawing. Yeah, I'm thumbing her stud. I'm a stud. Yeah, she studied my thumb. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one way to carry and draw. You can't carry and draw your cake. You can't carry your gun and draw it to your knife. <laughs> what the fuck? Are <laughs> a lot of this depends on personal preference. Experiment with different knives to get a real feel for what's most comfortable for you. Just like pull out the writer polish and like shoot them also while you're stabbing yeah, I'm, them. I'm pulling out the sock cleaver. <laughs> Grip your knife properly. There are a variety of different grips used for self-defense knife fighting depending on preference. Practice drawing and holding your knife in the most comfortable and secure way possible, given your fighting style, strength, and weight of the blade. Hank, what's your fighting style? I like to do it like Naruto-wise, where you grip it backwards, and like you the also stab yourself a little bit in the process. Do you do like, um, kind of, uh, what does he do? In, what does Dalsum do in Street Fighter? Like raging yoga, where you stretch your arms out? <laughs> I do, I do, look, I hit him yoga with the crouching tiger, and then I turn around and I hit him with the sleeping dragon. Oh, so they got, they got in details here. So there's the forward grip, which is the regular knife, the normal knife way to hold a knife. It involves holding the knife by the grip with your fingers wrapped around the blade. You know, it's regular. It's just ha- it's hold the knife normally, like a hold it like a normal person. Wrap your thumb around the grip, and it's a secure knife in your hand. Or you could be fucking wild and just reverse grip it. <laughs> Typically held in the same exact way, but with it pointing down towards the ground. And, you know, it doesn't really work too well. It's not recommended for beginners, but it looks cool as fuck. I think it's actually weaker, too, because you're using your tricep to, like, push it. Well, think about it. My tricep is beefy. If you're within the one-yard line, it's easier to go. You have more force to go, like, If you're on the goal line, you're definitely going to want to pull out your knife. Whereas if you're at, like, the four-guard line, then you're going to want to go, like, like, No, the team that has the least knife wounds is typically the one that wins the game. 
Um, <laughs> football, but with swords. That would be so cool. That, that was also cool. my John Madden impression. Sorry, everybody. Rest in peace. John Madden. We, we loved Betty White. Part two, step four. Keep your body behind the knife. It's of the utmost importance that you use your knife as a defensive tool, protecting your face, neck, and torso against an attacker at all costs. Make sure, make your body as small as possible by bringing your shoulders in and ducking your head. Extending your knife holding arm in front of you, flexed at a 45 degree angle. I would just use my shrink ray. <laughs> See, I like to lie on my back with my feet up in the air with both of my hands on the knife in <laughs> pincer mode. Oh, great. <laughs> they won't approach you that way. They, they'll be terrified of that. I like how they have to specify always stay behind the knife. Don't get in front of your own knife. It's going to hurt. That's how I like to conceal it. I hold it with both hands behind, behind my me. back. And I'm like, I'm not holding a knife. There's nothing behind. I'm not I'm not keeping my hands behind my back for no reason. And they're like, okay, well, because you look weak, I'm going to stab you. And then it's like, surprise, I was behind a knife. Surprise, I already stabbed myself. <laughs> Don't extend your knife arm all the way, which will leave it vulnerable to attack. Mm. And use your other arm to guard your chest, neck, and stomach as you hide behind your knife. You don't want to offer your unarmed hand as some kind of shield or guard. Put it, uh, put your knife forward always. Wait, but how can your hand not be an arm? I was going to say that, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, part two, step five, move constantly. <laughs> if you both draw knives, take a big step backwards, but remain facing your opponent at all times. Your knife between your body and the opponent. Imagine there's a magnet pointing your knife at the opponent's knife. Oh, <laughs> imagine if you start dancing to confuse your opponent. Mm -hmm. And then your opponent inverts his knife, and because it's a magnet, the, it would attract your knife, and then you can't fight anymore. And then he gets a double-bladed knife. Yeah. He's got the Darth Ooh. Maul knife. <laughs> then you'll have to kick his knife out of the way, so that way the uh, trajectory of your knife flying at him cuts him. Right, right, right. Um, in general, you can move in one of four directions, forward, backward, or circling right or left. So this is before they had, like, you know, multi-directional rolling. <laughs> um, oh, you yeah. definitely can't roll to a diagonal. You you can only move in the four cardinal directions. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, honestly, it's not omnidirectional this you, time. You need, you need to have at least, like, 25 endurance because, like, then they're, like the dodge rolls really start to become useful. Mm -hmm. Part 2, Step 6. Use your knife as a distraction. Most attackers won't be interested in actually attacking you, especially if you just pull the knife that you look like you know how to use. It's all about the psychological warfare. Nobody wants to actually get into a knife fight. If somebody has pulled a knife on you and you've pulled a knife in return, that should hopefully be the end of it. But like, what if knife fighting is your hobby? Like, what if you like looking with other, looking for other knife fighters to like hook up with and like spend time with? Maybe they want to get into a knife fight. Well, there's no knife fighting club like the gun fighting club. Right. Well, I mean, maybe yeah. there is, but people just don't talk about it. But maybe they just use markers. I mean, when you think about it, like a gun really is a knife because like a bullet is just a very small knife stabbing somebody. It's like all it is. <laughs> a bullet is really just a <laughs> tiny gun on its own. <laughs> Wait, so are all like yep. painting classes just like a cover for knife fighting classes? Oh, because they're learning how to draw. Yeah. yeah, because they're slashing the canvas with the paint. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I mean, every, like every wine tasting is also knife class. Because you're learning how to drink the blood of your enemies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, all these grapes. Oh, my enemies. I hate when my parole officer pulls a knife on me. 
<laughs> I hate when I kill my parole officer. <laughs> I hate that. The last time that happened to me, that was so bad. I was so embarrassed. This is my fourth parole officer this year. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry, all right? They, they don't make them like they used That's to. That's why I'm on parole. My last parole officer always wore bulletproof and knife-proof vests. <laughs> it's just my hobby. It's how I like to express myself. I learned it in painting class. <laughs> So ideally, pulling your knife and distracting your opponent should be the end of the fight. Hey, you pulling my knife over here? I don't think... If someone pulls a knife on you, they want you dead. And if you're going to pull a knife on them, that means that now they have to fight you. I mean, <laughs> that's like a declaration of, yeah, like, we're like, going to fight now. Yeah, it's like... It's like <laughs> if someone pulled a knife on you, you're like, whoa, man, like, really, like, let's just leave this. Yeah, like, like you have to be the one to de-escalate. <laughs> yeah, you should just be de... If you're... I was told in martial arts, they're like, if you are in a fight, you must have fucked up a few times before that. <laughs> like, like socially, like you, you, you fucked escalate immediately. Yeah, you yeah. fucked oh, up. Yeah, you yeah. fucked up socially. Like you read the scene wrong. Like you <laughs> stuck around way too long. Yeah, you didn't extricate yourself. Yeah, you could always just leave places. Just you, evac, man. Get out. Shit's not going Abort. right. You could just leave. That's, that's <laughs> what I learned in the Shinobi class. Actually, isn't that, like, part of the law, too? Like, if you don't make an effort to run away, then self-defense isn't real? I don't think... I think you have to be in peril. You can't just, like, kill a guy because he looks at you the wrong way in the bar and be like, he was threatening me. Well, you can, but... He kept pulling on my knife. You can, and if you live in a backwater shithole in the yeah. United States, you'll get away with yeah. it. All right, so instructions here. Draw your knife and issue a warning. Something like... This is a buck knife given to me by my tactical knife instructor who works for Blackwater. <laughs> <laughs> I sharpen it every night. I sleep with this knife under my pillow. Well, well you were here at the bar. I was sharpening my knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were having friends. I was stabbing myself. <laughs> I was drawing on myself with crayons. <laughs> yeah, I was covered in markers. <laughs> Your two-year-old nephew is coming over your house later to fucking like hit you with the Mister Smelly like markers. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> your nose just gets obliterated. Like, not the chocolate cinnamon. Mister Smell, what was his name? I don't even. Mister Sniff. I'm sure they. I think they had like regular Sharpie it versions. Was Mr. It was Mister Sniffy. <laughs> it was not Mister <laughs> Sir Smelly Ol. It was Mister Something. Whatever. Mister Olfactory. Yeah, Mister Olfactory. <laughs> Let's keep going. Trust me, you don't want to come any closer. Let's just call it a night. Uh, so Keith Richards, who is apparently a famous knife enthusiast liked to say that the only purpose of pulling a knife was to get someone to look at the knife as a distraction while you pull out your gun and kill them. <laughs> Before you started blasting. Oh, see, this is my distraction knife. I pulled this knife as a distraction and I pulled my other knife. It's like dodgeball where you throw up one knife and then you throw the other knife out and so, before you ended the fighting by kicking them between the legs. Oh, not the worst idea. If Thanks, Keith enough, Richards. I, yeah. I like your guitar <laughs> riff on Can't Get No Satisfaction. Part 2, Step 7. Defending yourself with a knife. Parry by dodging and controlling your opponent's striking arm. Parry by dodging. I don't think that's called a parry, then. 
Knife fighting isn't very similar to sword fighting. You won't bang your blades together or do much parrying in a knife fight. See, this is what I was asking about. Okay, okay. But it's still important to deflect what could be a devastating blow mm. by sidestepping, turning 90 degrees and walking away. Or <laughs> Turn 180 degrees and just walk in the opposite direction. Turning like a, like a robot. <laughs> 90 degrees and just like <laughs> abort or grip your other opponent's elbow and try to disarm them it's always preferable to use your knife to strike or block at your opponent's arm rather than attempting to grab them if there's no other option you do need to block with your other arm to protect your vital organs a cut even a severe one on your arm is preferable to a stab, stab wound in your solar plexus Read the next section for more information about defensive striking to disarm your opponent. I would hate to get stabbed. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I'm looking at this guy right now, and, like, he, he looks fucking pissed. Like, he's getting stabbed in the chest so right now. You're, he's stabbing like, me, you're stabbing me during my lunch break? Are you kidding me? He has his hand out, like, he's doing, like, like the Morpheus, like, oh, come on, man, come get some, and he's getting stabbed in the chest. <laughs> like, the guy has the knife literally right over his heart, and he's, like, he's got another hand out to try to deflect like, it. Come get some. Part two, step eight, always avoid fights if possible. Mm. Pulling and using your knife should be an absolute last resort, only taken if your life is being threatened. Yeah, but like, what if you just got a new knife and you want to like, you know, show it <laughs> yeah, off? Yeah, it's like, you, you gotta like break it in a little you, bit. You, you gotta wanna, get into a knife fight to christen it. I was I following the, the Keith Richard rules of knife fighting. <laughs> I just I'm not gonna to show him the knife. I'm not gonna <laughs> stab you, I just want to kick you in the balls. And then I wanted to kick him in the balls, yeah, it's the quick one-two. If you can avoid the confrontation entirely or run, do this instead and avoid a potentially lethal situation. If you receive a bad cut or stab wound, put pressure on the wound immediately to attempt to stop the bleeding and then seek medical attention. Maintain constant pressure on the wound until you can get professional care. Yeah, it's more like how to not die, but like this is how to win a knife fight. Like I, we don't win if we die or not. It doesn't matter. Part three, step one. Back out of striking range. A knife fight isn't about getting close. It's about staying out of the way. Most of the fight will have you ducking and dodging, waiting for moments to strike with quick little disarming strikes that will end the fight for good. Oh, is it like bowling where like once you finally stab them, you get like the cinemagraphic of all the pins falling down? Yeah, you get the cinemagraphic <laughs> of all his skin falling off. <laughs> uh, take a minute to evaluate your surroundings and move, op move to open space. You need to be able to move backwards with ease if you're in cramped surroundings. All right, how much stuff do we have left? Okay, Only two more. There's, I'm just going to read the next couple. Attempt to disarm your attacker. Most inexperienced goons will take a wild slash somewhere close to your face, which should give you the first striking opportunity to stop their hand when they make this mistake. When your opponent strikes, your counter strike should be swift, accurate, and end the fight immediately. If they slash low toward your stomach, move with them. Take a big step back and to the side. I've heard if your opponent isn't very strong, you can stop a knife with your forehead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you tried this in person? No, I've just heard. I've heard stories of people who have. Of people who've done yeah, this. Yeah, my, my friend Johnny yeah. Forehead. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a friend from work who um he called me on the phone and told me he uh, caught a knife with his forehead, and I talked to him for like twenty minutes. It was really funny. It's my girlfriend who lives in Canada. Hey man, I'm glad you didn't make that up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true because I said it. <laughs> Uh, Fred, do you want to take us through the last two steps? The last two? Oh, boy. Striking with a knife, part three, step three. Never use your other arm as a shield 
because it's your arm and it's not a shield. <laughs> it, it's a common misconception that you want to block with your other arm, getting your opponent's knife out of the way, and then move in close for a strike. Ah, I will just simply capture his knife in the flesh of my arm. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never suspect it. It seems to make sense, but one or two slashes at your blocking arm will effectively make the attackers... But one or two slashes at your blocking arm with an attacker's knife will have you losing blood and close to being incapacitated very quickly. No, see, it's because you're doing it all wrong. You don't want to get slashed in your arm. You want to do a decisive blow where you stick your hand right through their blade so they can't pull it out. And if you can't pull a knife out, then you're not going to bleed as much. Or you could take your arm and you could cover up a little bit, like when you bend it at the elbow, and you can make it look like a butt. Maybe that, you could bring that close enough to his face that he might actually believe it. Or you could do the clapping <laughs> method, where once he stabs you, you go clap with both hands and you catch the knife with both sides. Oh, you get stabbed Ooh. in both hands. Just <laughs> be like, oh no, you penetrated me. Oh, I'm and that's dead. you hold your other knife in your teeth and then you stab him with your teeth. You your sh- teeth knife. Sharpen your fingernails. Sharpen your teeth. Oh, I got sharp teeth. All right, next step. Next step. Just, just. Skip whatever the fuck is in there. Okay, yeah, I mean, just grab the knife. Don't grab it. You know, bloody hand, no bloody hand. So, step four, part three. Never throw your knife. (laughs) This is the funnest part. Well, what if it's a throwing knife? Oh, that's a loophole. (laughs) I mean, every knife is a throwing knife. True. (laughs) If you throw it. The absolute absolute last thing you want to do in a one-on-one knife fight is lose your knife. Defending yourself against an attacker with a knife when you don't have one is extremely difficult, as your marker exercises should have suggested. There is no way to fight someone with a knife or a gun with your bare hands. (laughs) No, see, this is why I always carry at least six to eight knives on me. I can throw a couple. I can, like, hide a couple. I can... Stab him with a cup. Maybe get stuck. <laughs> just hide I, some. I have to get a new one. Hide some in his body. You know. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of warnings. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm not going to read the warnings. I do just want to read the tips because we are talking about knives here. Yep. <laughs> um, keep practicing, and remember, you will not become a master overnight. <laughs> a master of getting into fights. <laughs> getting into so many fights that you become a fight. Dude, I'm master. a master at instigating knife fights. <laughs> get professional training. That specialize in edge weapons fighting. Get professional help. Knife fighting in real life isn't at all like the movies. Don't get cocky. All right, so let's not get cocky. And, yeah, save uh, that for the cockfights. Um, also, I just want to read this one reader success story from Lana K. September 16th, 2021. Uh, Lana writes, How to make self-defense. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> it's like, how do you make your own self defend yourself through your own ambitions? Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to follow us, our handles are in the socials. Uh, DM us if you have anything fun to say. Buy Bye. something. I hardly know something. Farewell. Uh, till we meet again. Magnamorphous. 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 Dot org. The whole shebang.